Hey everyone, I'm Dahlia from Nightmare on Fifth Street, one half of our fearless duo. We are celebrating awesomely creative Latinos this month, which weirdly spreads halfway between two, but that's another story. So September 15th through October 15th, we are celebrating people like Gina Gomez Dunn. We really enjoyed our conversation about indie filmmaking, taking control of your own destiny, how YouTube plays into those plans, and the iPhone. But that last one is mostly just me. So, y'all, I was enjoying our conversation so much that I lost my place in my notes several times and Alma had to rescue me even though she's sick as a dog and coughing up a lung. Yeah. Anyways, here is Gina Gomez Dunn, badass Latina y'all need to be following. Enjoy. Thank you so much, Gina, for agreeing to sit with us and have a conversation. I really appreciate it. Uh, no you're not you're not home right now. No, we're um, in St. Louis visiting my uh, in-laws. And oh, how is that? It's been great. So I don't know if you guys heard, uh, but actually, Scott sort of uh, fell down the stairs. Yes. And and he fractured his back in like three places. Yeah. Uh, so, but he's okay. Like he can walk and everything and he didn't need surgery, but, um, mm. you know, he, he's just wearing a back brace for a while. We're kind of, uh, stuck here for a little bit until it's okay for him to fly back. Oh so. my gosh. Oh, <sighs> oh my gosh. Scary. I'm sure it was. Oh my gosh. I hope I wish him a speedy recovery. That's, that's oh, just the thought of it is kind of like, but um, yeah, so now it feels weird jumping ahead and like talking about I like, know. good stuff. <laughs> no, but, but he's okay. Okay, Everyone, okay. He's, he's doing all right. He's slowly recovering. So that's good. That's good. Uh, okay, so Alma, can you read Gina's bio for our listeners who don't exactly know who she is? Okay, we have Gina Gomez done with us. And she is a Mexican-American independent filmmaker, artist, and entrepreneur. After receiving a BA in dance and in communications from the University of Maryland, she pursued acting in Los Angeles. She's appeared in several short films, commercials, and co-star role in Disney's Kicking It, um, before partnering with Scott Dunn to make independent films. She produced and acted in Schlepp, Mandeo of the Dead, and Mandeo Returns. She co-founded Dunnett Films with her husband and filmmaking partner, Scott Dunn, where they write and produce independent films and create content for their YouTube channel. Is it weird hearing your bio <laughs> when you're sitting right A there? A little bit. <laughs> it actually, it's funny because it sounds like I, it, I did do all those things, but uh -huh. sometimes I feel like, oh, I haven't done enough, you know? Oh, no. Yeah, but actually, that's funny because in my notes right here, I was going to go on, oh, my God, you do a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you wear yeah. so many hats. Oh, my God. So there's, like I told you before we started recording, I, I definitely want to be talking about, like, y'all's recent announcement with uh, YouTube and everything. Um, but yeah. 
first, you'll have some cool announcements. Uh, congratulations on your pregnancy. Thank you. That's so yeah, exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited for uh-huh. our first baby. So, oh, that's so sweet. Well, <laughs> your second because you have your little your little doggy. No. <laughs> oh yeah, my bu- my Buffy, my little my little vampire slayer Chihuahua. Oh, oh how what, What's what's her name? Buffy. Oh, Buffy. I, oh, how I, I it is Buffy. <laughs> yeah, it is Buffy. Yeah, no, and it, the funny thing too when we adopted her um it actually landed on Buffy Slay Day which is the first day that the TV show premiered so I was like oh that's the universe speaking to me that's so my you're Buffy fan yeah oh god I love Alma. Yeah, yeah. We're, yes I'm a huge fan I got I even got yes. my husband to start watching the show it was just like he just started sitting down and was like what's going on here okay <laughs> and then it was like we got all he got all into it and watched it with me i, I love it it's a great show oh okay. now wait question are you team spike or team angel <laughs> i'm always team spike <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't, i do because i get all offended at angel all the time you know um my mother watched the show too and uh watched the angel series so i had to watch it with her and i'd be like <laughs> yeah i'm like but- he just gave up <laughs> he just why is he moving on what's going exactly. on here? <laughs> exactly exactly I got mad at him <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny I have no idea what you guys are talking about <laughs> I never watched okay. this show <laughs> you're gonna have you're gonna have to get on it it's so good everybody so talks good. about it I know I know and it's funny because I have this list that I'm always talking about I keep adding stuff to it and it's just like mm-hmm. when am I gonna get to it all <laughs> It's just like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I know I have to watch it. But okay, so Buffy, you're both Buffy fans. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So first thing I want to talk about is your dancing. So uh, yes, yes. I, I hope that's okay because um, yeah, I saw a couple of videos of you when you danced, and I thought, oh my god. So you dance the way I think I dance, but I don't actually look that way I look like something's wrong with my limbs <laughs> but uh, what kind of what kind of dancing did you do or did you enjoy or do well, you enjoy so oh I still enjoy but right now I have to kind of uh my doctor says I should just take it easy uh with exercise so I have to I had to really cut back um but I uh, the program at my university was more like contemporary based and we also had to take a lot of ballet but on the side I also did I was part of a like hip hop uh choreography competition group uh and I yeah so I just did a little bit of everything and including like salsa and all that stuff but I just kind of learned that on the fly like cuz of our culture I just you know we we put on music and we dance. That's what we do. So, you know, um, I, and then I also did a little bit of ballroom too. And then um, just once, just, just one semester. It wasn't like a long time or Uh. anything. (laughs) (laughs) And what else? I, there's one more. Oh yeah. I did a little bit of break dancing, but it's, it's so hard because so like I'm my my top, my top half is very petite. Mm-hmm. But I have like a lot like bigger, bigger hips and thighs and derriere. So um, <laughs> when when you're doing the more acrobatic movements in breakdancing, you really mm-hmm. have to have a lot of upper body strength. Mm. So that was always those moves were always a bit tougher. 
That's so cool. But I remember when I was little and I thought I could break dance. It's like, I, I do it. I do it now too, to embarrass everybody around me. But it's like, that's so cool that you actually did it. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So well then how do you go from dancing to doing all the stuff you're doing now? I mean, obviously there was a progression there. So yeah. I mean, how did that happen? Well, uh, so I wanted to do, I kind of wanted to be an actor dancer, um, but I, I always struggled with like body issues and stuff in the industry, um, definitely told to lose weight a lot, uh, and also the technique level with these dancers is just like, I mean, it's the best of the best of the best, so you know, it's really competitive, Um but I wanted to do more stuff like acting roles that required dance, not necessarily being a professional dancer on tour with an artist, you know? Yeah. And so over time it just became less and less dance and more acting roles to audition for. And then, um, you know, I met Scotty and we just sort of got really tired of the audition circuit and we just decided to like make our own stuff. And, I do have ideas in the future of like creating some um, sort of like performative art with dance. Um, but I have, I have to wait till after the baby comes yeah. and work on that. That's so, oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I love that y'all decided, cause I'm going to get to that in a little bit, but y'all decided to just like, I, I hope it's okay that I cuss, but like, fuck it. We're going to go do our own thing. Um, exactly. And yeah. So, I mean, and, and, and I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm enjoying y'all's YouTube videos. Just letting you know. <laughs> They're so fun. Oh, thank you. you yeah. If you can't thank find you. the role, you make it. You know, I exactly. like that when we were speaking to your to your husband about that, that it's like if you're, you're, you, you can't make yourself fit into what is around you, then, then it's so wonderful that you're so creative together mm -hmm. and collaborate so that you can build that um, area that works with you, you know, make the role, write the film, do, um, do the movie that you want to make. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's also because um, a lot of times they try to put you in a box, like they like, oh, you're pretty girl or you're nerdy girl or you're this, you're that. And they want to only send you out for those kinds of roles. Mm -hmm. And for Scotty and I, they would use the term what's called ethnically ambiguous. Like mm -hmm. you look at us and you're not really sure what ethnicity we are. Um, yeah. And so that was always a little bit wonky in terms of like, oh, what? how do we cast these people? Yeah. So um, we, kind, we just got tired of that we just yeah. had to really make our own stuff I think that's really the only way to yeah. to get started in this industry if you don't have connections that's just right. the best way and then y'all uh wrote and just came out with schlep <laughs> I love yeah. schlep oh my god that story I love it oh thank you I mean it, it that one was definitely um I, I would say it was more, a lot of it was improv, but it was like definitely a written outline. Um, and that was, that was our biggest learning lesson because we had never made a feature film before. So we learned a lot. Well, it was, yeah, it, it doesn't show because that was like really, really good. Um, and then obviously oh, then, then Mendeo are a little bit more uh, in different direction, more fun. Not that Schlepp wasn't fun, but yeah, it's like, it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of, 
it's interesting when like right now you just said that that was like your first feature film because y'all were doing stuff before that obviously because it shows it doesn't look like it was y'all's first and that was completely independent right yeah it was independent um we did have you know friends like who could get us a studio location for like a couple hours you know mm -hmm. and like uh but yeah, it was definitely self self funded with help from friends and family. Oh, that's awesome. Um, okay, so Alma, we're gonna talk a little bit about Dunnet Films, which you created with your husband Scott. And Alma's gonna we're gonna do again with the reading. Alma, could you read uh, Dunnet mm -hmm. Films' motto? Because I'm in love with your motto, and we've been talking about oh, this thank already. You. Here's the thing, Dahlia, because she loves to uh, research when she finds some, like, um, she loves to use quotes from books and um, finds great motivational things. So she's really good at finding these things. That's why she likes to share them so much. But this is good. Um, your business model is really inspirational and motivating. The Dunnett Films motto is dream it, do it, done it. It means to be actively chasing your dreams, making them a Sorry, I lost my spot. Making them a reality and moving on to the next dream. It's not enough to create a vision board and try to attract it. You have to be an active participant in making it happen. Why wait for opportunity to come to you? You could be waiting forever. Our slogan emboldens us to take risks and to see a clear long-term path ahead of us. The Dunnett Films mission is to make feature films, series, high-quality content for YouTube, and vlog our experience about it. We want to share what we learned, the good and the bad, so anyone who follows us can see that it's possible to make a living chasing after your dreams. How did that um, motto come about? Well, obviously, done it is a play on our done last yeah. name. And I um, love that. <laughs> yeah, and, it's and perfect. Actually, yeah, it's perfect. It is perfect. And Scotty actually came up with that. And, um, and then I... I I also like writing, so I came up with like that blurb there of like what it meant to us. And it's just sort of like we really have this um, idea that there's a lot of people who are creative, but they don't know how to turn it into a business. And so we want to be um, one of those filmmakers who turn not only turn our production company into a business, but also show, hey, you can actually have creative control. Um, you don't have to wait for people to give you money for funding. You can find ways to make really good content for really cheap and turn a profit on that. And so we're really working hard on trying to do that by um, making our movies, making content on YouTube, selling our merchandise, and eventually as our following grows, getting, you know, Patreon sponsors, things like that. So that's kind of our long-term goal with Dunnett Films. And well, right now, the way you said it, it's like, if you don't have the funds or you don't have the connections, then do it yourself. And I, the reason I really, I mean, I love the whole motto, but the whole thing with, Thank you. Um, you can't just create a vision board and expect it like to happen. And it's something that I always say, it's just like, you can't just manifest something. You actually, yeah, you can, you can, you know, sit there and, and imagine it, make your vision board and all that, but then you actually have to do something. It's, it's not going to happen. Exactly. For you. And you all decided like, okay, we're going to do it ourselves. And I yeah. love that y'all are doing it like on YouTube because oh, thank YouTube you. is a great platform because I, I like watch a lot of YouTube and it's, I follow like podcasts, uh, podcasts on, you know, true crime, all that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. 
so there is really good content out there and I don't think people realize that there's really good content on YouTube and that's what y'all I mean, are doing. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually saw an article recently that during the pandemic, people started to turn to YouTube more. Yeah. Um, and I think you, YouTube even made more than I think one of the networks, which is mm. insane. Wow. But it makes sense if you think about it, because if you look at Hollywood right now, they're kind of in a creative deficit. Mm. Um, they're making a lot of reboots, a lot of sequels, a lot of like uh, films that just aren't very good. Oh, hi, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I just think people are getting tired of it uh, and they want new content. They want to see mm -hmm. something fresh and different. And so I think YouTube is definitely that platform. And so Scotty actually saw that and wanted to get on that, the YouTube bandwagon. So yeah. That's where we're And y'all are having fun with it. Oh my God, your videos. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to tell you right now, one of my favorites, and I can't remember which one it's called, but it's the one where at the end, it's all you do the Independence Voice, the uh, uh, Independence Movie. Oh, is that what it's called? Independence Day. There you go. Um, oh. Gosh. Oh my God, I love it. Oh, I couldn't it's... stop laughing at that one. <laughs> the sister-in-law, the stubborn sister-in-law. Yes, yes. Yeah, sister. that's a fun one. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, Thank okay, you. So you're doing weekly content, though. So I mean, when you say it like that, it seems like, oh, yeah, people that do weekly content, but you're doing, you're creating an entire script for the weekly content, and then you're producing, you're putting it out there somehow. So it's not just like reading something, you're creating little mini movies. Um, yeah. Does that come easily? Do y'all have a list of stuff that y'all want to do? Or do you have to think about it? How's that work? Actually, we have a whole like vault of like little <laughs> ideas. Some of them are like can be feature films, short films, skits. And so we just try to pick which ones and schedule them and try to get them done as quick as we can. Not um, majority of them are not scripted. They're kind of like, okay, do this, do that. And then we kind of, Scott's like, oh, say this, or I might say, oh, do that. And then like on the fly and it just comes out better that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we definitely want to stick to the weekly content because that YouTube algorithm, if you do it consistently yeah. for like a, a year or two, the mm -hmm. algorithm actually favors you and starts recommending your videos mm. organically. Uh -huh. So uh, we want we want to keep up with that. Oh yeah, the I think the glitch, the one that y'all did. I, I, I see. I'm really bad with names, remembering everything. But oh, that's the okay. The glitch in the Matrix, uh, the one with the little yeah, we're um, we're stuck in a glitch. To, yeah. yeah, that needs to be longer. <laughs> I could see that as being an, an entire like longer short. That's so. Oh my! I was like, oh my god, this is so fun. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was interesting making it. Oh man, I it turned out way better than we thought too. Um, so thank you for watching it. <laughs> well, I'm curious, what do y'all film on? Are you using your phone, a camera? What is it that y'all use? We have a we have a Canon. Uh, ooh, I forget what model, but lately we're we're just using our phone. Mm -hmm. um, and we're going to probably get like an anamorphic lens for our phone because it's actually really good. Like oh, yeah. it's surprisingly good. I'm yeah. thinking of getting one too. That's why I was curious. It's just like, um, there's a lot of people saying like they're just filming on their phones now. And then I don't know if you saw that new iPhone that's uh, just recently the come 13? out. 
Yeah, I got like an email this morning from T-Mobile. It's like, hey, if you pre-order, you know, you get it for free and, and you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, ooh, I'm thinking about it right now because it's it, the camera's made for filming. Yeah. Um, the only thing I – so my, my father-in-law, we, and we were talking about it yesterday. Um, mm. Apparently, though, you can't control the frame rates that you film uh. in. So if you, wanted, if you wanted to film in 24 frames per second, which is the typical frame rate for – filmmaking um you can't you don't have the option in the 13 but you do have it in the 12 pro max oh okay that's so interesting. so i we're, we're filming on the 12 pro max uh-huh. and i would probably i would probably wait for a few more upgrades to make sure that it's 13 yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, that's yeah, smart. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. I, I, that, that's kind of like how I used to be in the past. Like, I'll just wait for all the upgrades and for them to work everything out. But because mm-hmm. I want to start filming now, it's like I, I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, so tempting. But yeah, I've been looking at the anamorphic lens and everything. It's like, should I get it? They're, they're not terribly expensive. So it's like, no, for me, not. it's cheaper than actually buying a camera to film on. Yeah, I mean, we do eventually want to get uh, what is it? The Black Magic Cinema Pocket. There's, so, I hear so many things about that, so many great things about that one, and it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it's like twenty four hundred dollars. Yeesh. So, oh no. And that, okay. and that, that's like not including a lens. So we're gonna have yeah. to wait on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is surprising because we watch a lot of shorts and. Um, we were surprised. I started looking at more that were filmed on um, just your regular phone. And I was just really amazed at what people can do making movies on the phone. Remember we were talking in our last, we did a um, interview with Ricky Glore in the, in the Kickstarter. And um, I was like, I cannot believe the quality. Sometimes I'm just really like really blown away that you can really make something great and not really realize that somebody is using their phone to like, the maximum capability like amazing yeah mm-hmm. it's it's um i mean i i they're basically almost pretty much as good as dslr cameras now um if you get oh and then if you get the film mic pro app it's like i think it's like five or seven dollars i can't remember i was like maybe at a little that, yeah <laughs> yeah I, I can't i can't remember how much it is but it's, it's worth that getting yeah. it yeah, yeah, you get that with your iPhone and like a little anamorphic lens and like a rig so that you could hold it and then that's it. That's all you need. I mean, it's it's really awesome mm-hmm. like what you can do with cell phones now. Well, um I did want to talk about you like when we were talking with Scott, he talked about all the things that you did. Like behind the scenes, oh, yeah. you're 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 in front you're in front of the camera, you're actress, we see you, but you're also doing all this stuff behind the scenes. So like you're also the producing aspect i'm very curious Mm -hmm. so how did that how did you get into that role does it come naturally to you or are you learning as you go how's that work is definitely learn as i go and also it's just kind of like the reality was well we want to make this feature film which was schlep and it's Mm -hmm. like okay well how are we going to get this done what do we need so i would do research okay and I would start organizing. I'm like very into to-do lists and checklists and things like That's that. Me. <laughs> yeah. So as we progressed and started to try to make this movie happen, it just kind of fell into my lap and it just kind of, yeah, I wouldn't say it came naturally because I definitely didn't know what the hell I was doing mm-hmm. um, as a producer, 
I did not go to film school or anything. I didn't learn about producing. I just Mm -hmm. sort of like, okay, what needs to be done? Basically, a producer is what needs to get done? How do we make it happen? Yeah. You know? Right. Um, and, And so every little thing you can think of from wardrobe, props, catering, budgets, uh, in getting insurance, getting permits, getting actors, putting a casting grant, like I, all of that, like <laughs> it is, it is a lot, but like you do it in increments. So it's mm-hmm. like when you zoom out, you're like, Whoa, that is a lot, but you, it's not all at once. Um, yeah. the, the craziest time, the craziest time is on set when I'm acting and also producing to make mm-hmm. sure we get our schedule done on time. And all the props and everything, and that gets crazy, but it's fun. Yeah. So. Well, that that's when you were talking about the to do list and all that stuff. I mean, like that's so me. It's like I can totally, um, yeah. I, I, anything to make a spreadsheet, I'm on it. Like I can do a spreadsheet for like just like feeding the dog schedule. You know, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Um, okay, so. This is a horror movie podcast, so I do want to talk a little bit about a yeah. horror. <laughs> do you mm-hmm. have a favorite yeah. horror movie? Uh, not a favorite, but there's definitely a few that I watch like every year without a doubt. I love Trick or Treat so much. Mm-hmm. I love Trick That's or Treat. That's a good one. Uh, um, American Werewolf in London. Um, that's a great one. I yeah. love that one. Um, we Scotty and I love Poltergeist. Oh yeah, um, I haven't watched that in forever. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I guess they're a bit older though. Um, and oh, we do like the the Conjuring series. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's more of the modern one that that's yeah. pretty fun to watch. Um, but yeah, those are those are a few that we kind of keep going back to. Yeah, um, I like that. Like it's that you go movies back. You go yeah. back in time mm-hmm. to grab those. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I was going to say, do you have any advice for people who are just starting out, maybe finding that typical um, Hollywood route just isn't for them? Yeah, I would say, because especially if you don't have any connections to Hollywood, then you really got to work on building your own like audience and do something creative, whether it's a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel or something, but definitely create your own work and um, build it under your name. Um, because your individuals, people care more about the individual and not mm-hmm. your production company, company oh, yeah. name. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, it's important to just continue creating your own work because then you build your portfolio and you get experience and you, that's how you actually meet people to connect mm-hmm. with. Cause you have a project to connect to. Mm-hmm. Like your um, own well, network, like you're making exactly, your yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. And then that network can expand. Like if you do something good, you know they mm-hmm. recommend you, they refer you to someone else. So it's mm-hmm. like it bring when you create your own work. That's what gets the ball rolling. You're also doing a docu series on your YouTube. So right now it's two yeah. videos, and I I watch those. And I'm curious, are you? Is that more for you and Scott or? are you hoping that when people watch it, like what you just discussed, it's like people will see that, Hey, I can do this too. Look at them and we're watching them do it. Um, so I mean like, which is it both or. Yeah. I mean, well, the thing is it's, uh, building the social proof. People don't really know who we are 
yet. Like we're starting Mm -hmm. to build a little bit of a following, but in order to grow it, we really want to share who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we want to share our lives, a bit of our personal lives, a bit of our process and how we Mm -hmm. work. And, and yeah, to inspire people in some way, like, Hey, I could do that too. And Mm -hmm. it it kind of will give people insight into our trajectory because we're going to record like, uh, if we ever get into a festival or like an event, we're going to share that. Or if we don't get in, we're going to share that, you know, so we're going to, um, it's, it's really about, um, showcasing our lives and our filmmaking process at the Mm -hmm. same time and I like that because like I'm like I have I always have these story ideas Alma knows I have these story ideas and I wrote my first short the other day well it was like in one day but I completed it the other day and so that's why I'm just like I'm asking all these questions about the filmmaking process because I think that's so fascinating because like you said if you want it you have to do it yourself and you just have to create 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 until, you know, maybe something hits with the right audience. Because Alma and I um, recently were like judges for uh, for a festival. And so we watched a whole bunch oh, of shorts. Great. And like we were like, I was obsessed with so many of them. And again, that's why I got really like geeked out about like, okay, I can do this. I can, you know, I'm seeing all these shorts, like the way different people do them. And it's like, this is possible. But I like what you said. And that's why I'm looking at the iPhone, you know, to be able to use that. Yeah. Because I can't afford it a nice camera right now you know it's like yeah I just I need to just do it I just need to just do it (laughs) exactly and the iPhone now is a nice camera so Mm -hmm. it's like you've got it you can do it we just want to make sure that um we know where to follow you if you can give out uh, us all your social media links if you have them off the top of your head and that we can share with everyone yeah I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Gina Gomez Dunn and then the I'm you can find me mainly on YouTube um, on my channel Scotty Dunn, and uh, yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy. Oh no, your yeah. your website. Oh yeah, and our website, our official website. If you want to like find out more about us or buy merch or something, uh, www.dunnitfilms.com. Yes, and you all have cool merch. I bought the double D uh, Blu-ray, and I bought the sticker of the Mandeo cereal, and I was planning on putting it on my computer, and I have a little tiny human in, in my house, and she likes to steal a lot of things, and she has made that sticker hers, so I'll find it okay. like in random places around the house, and luckily, it's like one of those where you could just peel and, and re, re, you know, fixed on oh, like the right of the word yes yes thank you yeah. and you could put it you could keep using it over and over so like i'll find it in like the weirdest places like i was in the restroom the other day and there it was next to me i'm like all right so that gets peeled <laughs> out it gets taken out but so yeah and she's like claimed it as her own but that's awesome like <laughs> yes I, I that's really cool yeah but uh okay all right so we're gonna go ahead and close up for today but any last um uh, words of advice uh i know we just asked you a whole bunch just go make your movies guys go make your creative content don't be scared just take it step by step and anything is possible
Thank you for listening to Nightmare on Fifth Street, a horror movie podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Also, leave a review or share what movie you would like us to discuss. As always, thank you for listening.